I greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This is Greater Gospel Temple and Inspiration of God Ministries Sunday School Lesson for the 13th of March in the year 2022. Our Sunday School Lesson is entitled with two topics, A Great Separation is Coming and separating the righteous from the cursed. And we will find that lesson in the 25th chapter of Matthew, verses 31 through 46. And we will go to the scripture in the King James Version. Matthew, the 25th chapter, and the 31st through the 46th verses. When the Son of Man shall come in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then shall he sit upon the throne of glory. And before him shall be gathered all nations, and he shall separate them one from another, as a shepherd divideth his sheep from the goats. And these are our focal scriptures. 31 and 32. And we read on. And he shall set the sheep on his right hand and the goats on the left. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come, ye blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was and hungered, and ye gave me meat. I was thirsty, and ye gave me drink. I was stranger, was a stranger, and ye took me in. Naked, and ye clothed me. I was sick, and ye visited me. I was in prison, and you came unto me. Then shall the righteous answer him, saying, Lord, when saw we thee and hungered, and fed thee? Are thirsty and gave thee drink. When saw we thee a stranger and took thee in, or naked and clothed thee? Or when saw we thee sick or in prison and came unto thee? And the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these, my brethren, ye have done it unto me. Then shall he say also unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, ye cursed, into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was an hungered, and ye gave me no meat. I was thirsty, and ye gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and ye took me not in, naked, and ye clothed me not, sick, and in prison, and ye visited me not. Then shall they also answer him, saying, Lord, when saw we thee and hungered, or thirst, or stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and did not minister unto thee? Then shall he answer them, saying, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as ye did it not to one of the least of these, ye did it not to me. And these shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into life eternal. My God. That is the King James Version of the scripture. Now we'll go into our commentary. 
Jesus Christ identified himself as the Son of Man. He said he would come again after his death, resurrection, and ascension into heaven. When he comes again, everyone, sheep and goats, will see him in his glory as King of Kings. He will come and visibly show himself as the great king upon his throne, as he now truly is in glorious splendor forever. His angels will come with him to do his will and carry out his promised plans. And see, I've been talking about this and I talk about it and talk about it and talk about it because the it is coming. It is coming and it's much, much sooner than we think it's going to be. People say they've been talking about it for years and years and years and years and nothing has happened. But be not deceived. It is coming. It is upon us and it behooves each of us to make sure that we have repented of our sins, accepted Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, and we are living a life that's pleasing to God. I've been talking about it along with millions of other people talking about Jesus' return, the judgment day. Jesus Christ is now and will visibly show himself to be the Lord and King over all the nations of the earth. Many worldly leaders and people in all nations are goats, and Jesus will deal with these evil leaders and people when he comes again. He will set the evil goats to one side so they can never afflict or persecute his followers, the sheep, again. The sheep will inherit eternal life and joyous celebrations in heaven forever. See, there are so many things that we we are not able to deal with and to handle. But God has told us to let him handle it. Let him handle it. And I promise you, with everything that I can promise within me because of the word of God and the spirit that is in me, Jesus is going to fix it. Okay? It's already fixed, as a matter of fact. If you're saved and sanctified, this is it right here. He will set the evil ghosts on one side so they can never afflict or persecute his followers, the sheep, again. The sheep will inherit eternal life and glorious celebrations in heaven forever. The right hand of God is sometimes described as the authority and power of God. The loyal and loving followers of Jesus Christ will be placed at the right hand of God to exercise his authority and powers as God directs. The evil leaders and people of this world will be replaced. The followers of Jesus will reign, R-E-I-G-N, with him. And here's a notice here. Jesus did not say that he would kill the goats. Sheep and goats will live forever, but in different places. And when they say live forever, they will be conscious, okay? But the sheep, the sheep will have eternal life and the goats will have eternal damnation. Although each will be aware of what's going on, but the goats will be in eternal, this is second death, eternal damnations, damnation, okay? 
So it didn't say he'll kill the goats. The sheep and goats will live forever. But this is the second death that the she- that the goats will experience. Okay. The Father and Jesus pre- and Jesus prepared a kingdom for the followers of Jesus before they ever created the world. Jesus was is and will be the king of his kingdom his followers will inherit eternal life in his eternal kingdom because jesus the king died and rose again for them they are blessed by god's many gifts jesus told his disciples that he was going to heaven to prepare a place for them imagine what a place this will be for believers hallelujah What a time, what a time, what a time. We're going to shine. Yes, we are. Those who love God and others, as the scriptures teach, will live, love, and act in ways like Jesus and the Good Samaritan in Jesus' parable. Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit indwell every one of his faithful followers and enable them to live as he directs. When his followers love and help one another, they are showing love and helping him. Jesus' followers will meet the needs of one another and others as Jesus leads them. And I must interject here. This is the L.G. Parkhurst Jr. uh, version of the Sunday School Commentary, and it's in sync with the International Sunday School Lesson. Okay, and you can find this at www.ousu.com. All right, going back into our lesson. Food, drink, compassionate companionship, clothing, medicine offered with personal concern and tenderness are all needed and will be needed by everyone. The New Testament and 2,000 years of history show Christians being persecuted, imprisoned, and killed for following Jesus. The goats tried to destroy the lives and testimony of God's sheep. Therefore, believers seek to help one another especially. When they do so, they are helping Christ who indwells his followers. Christ indwells us. He lives inside of us. His spirit is inside of us, okay? The sheep, the righteous people, are righteous because of their faith in Jesus Christ, who leads them in their daily lives as their Lord and Savior. The supernatural loving power of the Holy Spirit within them leads them to do as Christ without any self-righteous concern or focus on themselves. They do not even remember all the good they are doing or have done because their focus is on following Christ and not on their achievements or on their rewards from God for doing good deeds. Some people see the list that Jesus gave us gave as duties, as something they must be sure to do to earn eternal life, as a checklist of duties to complete before they see Jesus. However, as much as it is true that Christians must do their duty and, and obey God, the list Jesus gives describes the attitude and perspective of one of his true followers. His followers will seek to love and serve others because of their new character as born-again believers and because of their love 
for their Savior. Christians will suffer physical needs and even suffer from neglect, from sickness and persecution. Jesus, as our great King, did not say that he would prevent our suffering in this world. Rather, he promised to be with us in our suffering and time of need. One of the ways he is with us is by living his life within us. Another way he is with us is when our brothers and sisters in Christ draw near us to bless and help us to offer us encouragement and support when truly needed. When we as Christians draw near to help others, Jesus himself is reaching out to them through us to meet their needs. Jesus answered, or will answer someday, that the righteous in Christ did many good deeds for those who are righteous in Christ. That does not mean that Christians only help one another because Jesus commanded his followers to love their enemies. Our enemies are also our neighbors. He did not tell his followers to restrict their service to true Christians only. However, true Christians will love and serve one another and show special concern for their brothers and sisters in Christ. Sheep and goats are two different species of animals that act very differently. Sheep and goats are fitting descriptions of different types of people who naturally act according to their nature. We all, like sheep, have gone astray, but those who trust in Jesus as their Lord and Savior are born again. Christians have a new nature, quite unlike the nature of goats. The goats are the accursed. As Jesus once said to them, or to some, excuse me, your father is the devil. There are some, even some powerful leaders in business, church, and government who act like the devil and oppose Christ and his people. Yes, you can believe it. Yes. They promote ungodliness and wickedness and specific sins that the Bible especially condemns. God prepared a place for the devil and his angels, and God will send their followers to join them in a place of eternal punishment. The goats do not die. They are only separated from the sheep forever. Jesus, who died on the cross to save them, will send them away because they refused the salvation and new life that he offered them after he rose from the dead and that he offers today to those who will accept him and the good news about him. We have a choice. We have a choice and our choices come to our benefits, our rewards, according to the life we lived, okay? All right. Jesus indwells his followers. Goats either ignore those who follow Jesus, disparage them, or do horrible things to them. When goats see one of Jesus' followers in need, they refuse to help them. 
They especially refuse to help believers because they follow Jesus. The right way of living by the sheep brings feelings of self-condemnation and other feelings to the unrighteous, so they want to destroy or live as far away from the sheep as possible. Rather than destroy the goats, Jesus will give them what they choose. He will send them away as far as possible from the sheep. Jesus listed the same opportunities to love and serve others that both the sheep and the goats had and have. The sheep, when presented with the opportunities, helped those in need. The goats, when presented with the same opportunities, did not help others. If they ever helped anyone, it was because they wanted to serve their own or the devil's selfish purposes. They had no real care or or love for others. The goats will ask Jesus the same question as the sheep, but the reason they did not serve others was because they were so selfish and self-centered, they did not see or care about the needs of others. Their sins were sins of omission for lack of love for God and others. They had a supreme love only for themselves, and they only helped others if they perceived the possibility of some selfish benefit. The goats, as children of the devil, will either afflict Christians or refuse to help Christians, especially Christians in need. Jesus expressed deep love and concern for the least of his followers, and his followers should do the same. The goats will, or will try to, take advantage of the least, and they will often look for the least so they can take unjust advantage of them. This is the second time in this lesson that Jesus mentioned eternal fire or eternal punishment. And this is the verse, Matthew 25th verse in the 46th. 25th chapter in the 46th verse. And these shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into life eternal. Okay? The goats did not find happiness living with the sheep. They hated it. God will not force them to live with the sheep or try to get along with them. God will send them far away from the sheep and himself. They will suffer there because they are going to a place that was originally prepared for the devil and the devil's angels that rebelled against God. In this life, the goats experience many of God's good gifts and good gifts from God's people. I've said that in my messages. It rains on the just as well as the unjust. But listen to this. They will be going to a place where they will experience no good at all. This should not surprise us because our loving God did did and will do the most loving thing for the goats. He will send them to their desired and deserved place forever. But make no mistake, it will be a place of punishment but perhaps less of a place of punishment than the goats spending eternity with those they hate in heaven. My, my, my. And I must repeat that. I must repeat that. They will be going to a place, talking about the goats, they will be going to a place where they will experience no good at all. 
This should not surprise us because our loving God did and will do the most loving thing for the goats. He will send them to their desired and deserved place forever, but make no mistake, it will be a place of punishment, but perhaps less of a place of punishment than the goats spending eternity with those they hate in heaven. The righteous, those who have come to love and serve God and others through faith in Jesus Christ, will spend a joyful eternity with the ones they love and the one who loves them. Hallelujah. My God, this is wonderful. Uh, we have our questions here. Wow, it seems like the lesson is, is the lesson is going pretty fast, okay? This is such a wonderful lesson, but we have our questions. You know, we have five, five numbers, but sometimes we have more than one question to each number, to one of the numbers, okay? All right, so here we go. Jesus has told us some of his plans upon his true, his, his return to earth. I must start again. You know, I'm an OCD on these things, okay? Number one, Jesus has told us some of his plans upon his return to earth as our glorious king. Who are those who will rejoice when he comes? Number two, for what group did God prepare the place of eternal fire for eternal punishment? My, my, my. Number three, based upon the way they act and have acted, with which group will the goats be the happiest, the sheep or the other goats? Which group forever? Number four, what might you say to someone who says they do not believe in hell and the loving God would never send anyone to hell? I think I just talked about that in this past Sunday's message. My God. Don't forget Sundays at 7 a.m on the World Wide Web, okay? Live. Number five, when Christians help other Christians in need, how are they helping Jesus? How is Jesus, Jesus helping those in need? All right, now we go to the commentary and uh, a great separation is coming. And then the second one will be separating the righteous from the cursed. All right. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. All the nations will be gathered before him and he will separate people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. That's Matthew 25th chapter, verses 31 and 32. The more we learn about some world events, the more appalled we become. And like we're looking at things happening now, how uh, Russia is invading uh, the Ukraine. And, and that, those are not the only wars, okay? This is the war that's in the forefront right now, but there are wars all over the world, okay? So this is appalling. It really is. But you know, in the midst of all of that, I still thank God for where we are and the, the uh, degree of peace we have here in the United States of America. But yet, our hearts are going out and our prayers and thoughts are going uh, up to God for those who are engaged and who are being hurt and killed in these wars we're praying for them we're praying for you okay we're praying for you praying for you jesus christ promised to take away the sin of the world to solve the world's problems 
For 2,000 years, Jesus has done this when people have come to believe in him and obey him. Unhappily, some people hate Jesus and his followers. Furthermore, they do not want to have anything to do with his way of life. Jesus promised to come again someday and solve this problem too. Surprisingly, perhaps, Jesus will not solve the world's problems by killing those who do evil. When he comes, he will separate those who love God from those who do not, the sheep from the goats. Interestingly, the devil is often pictured as a goat, but Jesus will not kill the devil and those who live like the devil. Jesus promised he would bring peace to the world by separating the sheep from the goats. Jesus said that he would send those he characterized as goats to the place originally prepared for the devil and his angels, those who rebelled against God. That's the, that's the angels, the devil and his angels, okay? Jesus will never compel a goat, someone who does not want to love God and live with him and his followers to live with sheep. However, those who do not want to live with his sheep will live forever in a place not prepared for them. Therefore, people must choose wisely where they want to live forever. My goodness, I've said it over and over. Let me hear from you. Please let me hear from you, okay? And this is L.G. Parkhurst Jr. That's his commentary. So separating the righteous from the cursed. Then the righteous will answer him saying, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? That's Matthew, the 25th chapter, and the 37th verse. We're wrapping it up here, okay? After Jesus began his public ministry in the world, he taught both those he judged to be, or who would become sheep, the righteous, and those he judged to be, or who would become goats, the cursed. Because Jesus knew that strong warnings can sometimes influence people to change their behavior, he warned the goats that upon his return in glory as the son of man and king, that he would separate the sheep from the goats based on their habitual, their, that's habitual behavior, okay? Now looking first at the behavior of those Jesus judged to be sheep, the righteous, Notice they did many good things, such as feeding the hungry, giving drinks to the thirsty, welcoming strangers, clothing the naked, and visiting the sick and imprisoned. Jesus proclaimed that he would say to the righteous, Come, you who are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. And that's Matthew, the 25th chapter and the 34th verse. Because they loved their neighbors, the righteous saw the needs of others and wisely tried to find ways to help them without even thinking about any rewards they might receive from God for their good deeds. They did not think of seeing Jesus in these needy people. They only saw themselves in a position to help those who could not help themselves. Because of their relationship with Jesus, their good shepherd and king, they thought and acted as Jesus thought and acted. The goats admitted that though needy people lived all around them, they never saw people who were hungry or thirsty or strangers or naked or sick or in prison. That's Matthew, the 25th chapter and the 44th verse. That's L.G. Parkhurst. This is the Sunday school lesson. And this is Greater Gospel Temple and Inspiration of God Ministries. And before we go, now our subjects were and are, excuse me, they are present tense. A great separation is coming. 
separating the righteous from the cursed. And before I sign off here, I want to give you an opportunity. If you have not repented of your sins and accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, this is an invitation to you. I'm not going to try to force you. If God doesn't force you, it's not my business to try to force you, but I can beg you to repent of your sins, accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, and live a sanctified life so that you will have eternal life. But it's your choice. You can choose the way that you want to. You can accept it or you can reject it. But if you hear the consequences of rejection and you hear the rewards of acceptance, eternal life or acceptance, and eternal damnation for rejection. You can't have it both ways. It's either or, but you have a choice. You have a choice. You have free will. God has given you free will to choose who you will serve, okay? If you will accept the invitation, repent of your sins and be saved, or if you will reject it and be damned. It's your choice, but I'm giving you that choice, and I'm, I'm asking you, if you would like to, and I admonish you to, repent of your sins, accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, and live a saved and sanctified life, and live eternally. And uh, if you are a backslider, meaning that you have been saved, and now you're sinning again, please accept this invitation to come back into the fold. Okay, just repeat after me. It only takes a few seconds. Dear God, I repent of my sins. I ask you in the name of Jesus to forgive me of my sins and I accept Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. Amen. It's a done deal. It's done. It's done. If you accept it, you are saved now. You are saved. And if you reject it, if you still have breath in your bodies, then you have a chance to accept it. Please don't let it be said too late. Please don't let it be said too late. One of these mornings, it could be in the afternoon. It might even be in the evening time. Don't rule out midnight too. All I want to do is be ready when Jesus breaks the clouds. I don't want to have to holler and scream and be left behind. Oh, oh, uh oh, will it be too late? Will it be too late to make it through the gates? Those are the words to my song, will it be too late? Some of the words to the song, will it be too late? If you did not accept him as your personal savior, it might be too late for you. We don't know what's going to happen in the next uh, microsecond, which is one millionth of a second. The next millisecond, is, which is one thousandth of a second. We don't know. We don't know. If you never hear my voice again, just remember that she extended the invitation. Jesus extended it through her. And you either accepted it or rejected it. Where you spend eternity is up to you. I love you so much. I love you so much. And God loves you much, much more than I do. Okay? And I love you as much as I can love you. But I can never love you anywhere close to where God loves you. Okay? Enjoy your day, your evening, your morning, your night, whichever you're listening to this webcast, this uh 
podcast, okay? Greater Gospel Temple, you can reach me at 469-629-9543. You can reach me at ggtchurch66 at yahoo.com. You can reach me on Facebook. You can reach me on Twitter. You can reach me on Twitch. You can reach me on, um, let me see. What is the other one? The Messenger. What is the Messenger? And then, let me see, YouTube. So you, there are so many ways you can reach me. I will help you as much as I possibly can. And then also remember that I am a counselor. I am a certified counselor. If you're having problems, whatever area of life you're having problems in, you can contact me. And it is a private thing. I am obligated. And if I were not obligated by the law, I'm still obligated by my morals to keep what we talk between the two of us and to help you as much as I possibly can according to God's law and the law of the land. You can contact me. I love you so much. I would love to hear from you. This is Greater Gospel Temple and Inspiration of God Ministries right here on the World Wide Web.